Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today we got a story time of a spoiled kid who, because he doesn't get what he wants, he decides that, you know, to pay back for not getting exactly what he wants when he wanted it, he's going to destroy the entire school. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Strap in, uh, sit down, uh, I don't know, get relaxed, get something to drink, subscribe if you're new, and let's uh, call today's subscriber, let's call him Zach. So anyways, this all happened one day when Zach was in school, and they were receiving back a test today, and this was a really big test that was going to count for a pretty big part of their grade. Grade. So anyways, right, the teacher had a bunch of stat had a stack of tests in his hand and he was walking around handing them out. Anyways, there's also a kid in Zach's class who is a spoiled kid and we're gonna call him Steve. Everyone kind of knew him as the kid who always got everything he wanted and that like he's never ever been told no by his parents or whatever and that he always kind of acted like that in class as well. So he didn't have a lot of friends, but this isn't because people were mean to him. This is just simply because like he kind of played himself by not having friends. In fact, the whole class was very open to being friends with everyone. But when you're constantly a jerk and very demanding, that's not a good that's not a good strategy to get friends. But anyways, right, Zach happened to be sitting right behind Steve on this day when they got the test back. And sure enough, the teacher was going around handing out the tests and he was looking at people, he put them on the table. For a few people, he kind of whispered, "Oh, great job" or whatever to them. And when they came around to Steve, who was ahead of Zach, right, uh, the teacher decided to put the test down face forward, like the front of the test, put it down on the desk. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. This happened to me once, and I already knew that, like, oh, my God, man, this is not good. Because, like, sometimes the teachers will put all of the tests down face down, but sometimes if they only put yours, you probably failed. And anyways, right, Zach got his text back, and he did pretty good. He got, like, an 85 or whatever, which he's pretty happy of. And he looked in front of him, and, you know, Steve, the spoiled kid, he, you know, he picked up his test, flipped it over, and he saw a 65 on it. And Steve, to put it lightly, was not happy. Steve did not even take a second to see what he got wrong and, like, why he got a 65. He just immediately raised his hand. And the teacher was a little bit confused because the teacher also realized how quickly he raised his hand. So the teacher thought like, oh, maybe I gave Steve the wrong test back. Maybe this was someone else's test. Maybe there's a big massive error that I, I don't know. Maybe there's something like really obvious. And he's like, yeah, Steve, what's up? And Steve is like, I think you made a mistake. And the teacher's like, what do you mean? And Steve's like, yeah, I, I don't think this grade is accurate at all. And the teacher was like, Steve, I'm sorry, like, I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but I'm very, I, I double-checked all these tests, I really have not made any mistakes unless you can point me to a very specific question that I graded you incorrect on when it was actually correct. I'm very, like, open and welcome to sitting down and going test question by question. Also, if you want me to explain why I graded it the way I graded it. And Steve was like, no, 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 I don't think you understand I deserve at least an A on this assignment. Like, I know what, like, I, I know that I'm good. I know that I'm a good student, and I, that's what I deserve. And the teacher's like, well, you are a good student, but this just wasn't your day. 
And the thing is, right, the teacher normally wouldn't want to have this conversation in front of everybody. But at the end of the day, when the student is being very demanding and saying all of this publicly, the teacher's not the teacher's not going to hold back. He's going to say what's up. He's not going to, like, embarrass them on purpose. But if they're trying to get embarrassed themselves, like, hey, man, the teacher is going to be like, all right, bro, like, fair enough, I guess. So anyways, the teacher says, Steve, like, I even double, I even triple checked your test specifically to make sure that the grade I was giving you was not too low. And the teacher's like, and it wasn't like, I'm sorry, man, I don't know how else to say this, but that that grade is very accurate. And Steve was like, no, I demand at least an A minus. And, and Steve is like, you know, I'm being very like generous right now because I'm not demanding at least an A. I'm demanding at least an A minus. Like, is that really so hard to do? All you got to do is walk over and just like take out your pen and change the number. Like, it's really not that hard. And the teacher's like, yes, I guess in theory, it is not that difficult for me to change a number with a pen, but the whole thing is right. That would be, you know, watering down the integrity of my job. And also I just can't do that. And also why would I do that? I'm going to give you the grade you deserve. And Steve starts getting really angry. And Steve is like, I'm going to give you one last chance to change my grade. And the teacher's like, Steve, are you threatening me? And Steve is like, I don't know. Am I? And the teacher's like, Steve, I'm not changing your grade. I've been very nice. You just failed the assignment. I'm sorry to say it. Yes, maybe the teacher shouldn't have said that in front of everyone, but bro, to be fair, Steve was kind of asking for it at this point. Like, let's be honest, Steve was definitely asking for it. And Steve stands up and is like, you'll regret this. You'll regret ever defying me. You'll regret this. And he storms out of the classroom. At this point, right, Zach has been looking at the whole... Hey, Zach's been sitting back in his desk with a thing of popcorn, basically. Not actually, but you know what I mean. Just kind of watching this show at this point. Just laughing because he's like, oh my god, Steve is actually like the most spoiled kid I've ever seen. But the thing is, right, Zach had no idea how crazy this was about to get. Real quick, comment spoil down below if you made it this far into the video. I'll try and heart your comment as I'm on summer break right now, so I'll have more time to heart the comments, and it's the best way to say thank you that I can think of, and make sure notifications are turned on while you're down there. But anyways, right, Zach had no idea how crazy things were about to get. So this is what happened after Steve left the room. And obviously, Zach wasn't there. So this is kind of what Zach assumes have assumed to happen and also what Zach heard from other people and also a lot of other sources. But this is as good as like a recollection of what could have happened without being there. So basically, what happened? Steve. Steve was super angry that he wasn't given exactly what he wanted, so he wanted to, like, somehow, I don't know, show his wrath and show his strength or something kind of cringe like that. So what he decided to do was Steve, in a fit of rage, ran off to the bathroom, the school bathroom, and he went in there, and look, the thing is, I know that there are some schools where the, the school bathrooms are messed with all the time, up to the fact that there's, like, security and, like, all that stuff. The, at this school, the bathrooms have never ever been messed with. And also the plumbing is not too good at the school. I think you guys can kind of see where this is going. So anyways, right, Steve goes into the bathroom and he's so angry and he starts filling up all the toilets with a bunch of toilet paper, random stuff he finds, school supplies. He starts raiding like janitor's closets that are nearby just to completely destroy all the toilets. And then once all the toilets are completely full with all this crap, right, he goes in and he starts flushing them as quickly as possible, flushing again and again and again until the toilets start overflowing and breaking. 
and the entire water system starts to get backed up and overflowing because uh, some of the like the little bits of crap or whatever that you put into the toilets right started to flow down the pipes and get stuck in different places and he starts over and then uh, he goes to the sink turns those on and lets those overflow as well and then walks out of the bathroom the thing is though uh the piping system here was pretty bad and because of all the damage he did it kind of like started to like reverberate around the entire piping of the entire school so Zach was sitting in class, back to Zach's POV, right? Zach was sitting in class and he was kind of bored. Like Zach was a pretty good student, but he'd also space off a lot in class. I think we've all been there. And he was just looking at the ceiling and the ceiling started to catch his attention because one of the spots in the ceiling started to have this kind of like bit of a dark circle and the dark circle started to get larger and larger and larger and Zach started to feel like, wait a minute, like, hold up. Something is really off here. And then he realized that, this is really weird, the ceiling started to sink in closer to him. He's like, oh my god, like, did someone, like, spike my chocolate milk? What? Like, what is going on? What am I seeing? Like, were the mushrooms on my pizza special mushrooms? Like, oh my god, dude, what? So Zach begins to notice that the ceiling is like both getting darker and the dark circles getting bigger and the ceiling is like beginning to like get closer to him. And Zach raises his hand. He's like, uh, Mr. Teacher. And I don't know, I'm not giving him a last name because I'm going to mix that up. And the teacher's like, yes, Zach. And he's like, uh, and he just points to the ceiling. And the teacher's like, oh my God. Because the ceiling, what had been happening, right, is since the entire pipe system of the school is failing at this point, one of the pipes overflowed and burst in the ceiling. And it like began to like make this water bubble in the ceiling that was getting bigger and bigger. And he's like, class, do not panic. Just stay very calm. But we need to get out of here. Grab like, don't grab too much, but grab your school books and get in a single file line. And we're going to walk out of the building. And all of a sudden, Zach's like, oh my God, like this is actually kind of serious. And as they're walking out of the classroom, Zach looks back to see the water bubble in the ceiling burst. And just like, it just comes pouring down. And it's like, up, like the, the classroom begins to flood. The teacher's like, all right, guys, let's, uh, let's go a little faster. <laughs> let's go quicker. Let's uh, just a little bit. <laughs> just like, all right, guys, let's, let's move it. Let's move it. And like, as Zach is walking out with his class, he sees basically every other classroom also doing the same thing, like everyone's walking out of the classroom, and Zach looks around him, and there's puddles of water everywhere, and there's like water dripping from the ceiling. In some places, it is literally squirting out of the ceilings. It, there's tons of water pouring out of basically every school bathroom at this point, and everyone is walking out and so confused. They're like, oh my god, is the school actually like going down? Like, this is legitimately crazy. And they all walk out, and it's almost like a fire drill. I don't know if you guys have done those in school, but you all walk out into like the grass or the courtyard in front of your school, and you're in kind of in single file lines, and you're kind of divided up by a classroom. So each teacher is basically accountable to take attendance of the classes they were, you know, counting for, just so one person doesn't have to take attendance for literally every kid at the school. So anyways, right, uh, you know, Zach is sitting in line and his teacher's like, oh my God, where's Steve? Like, I know that Steve kind of ran off to the bathroom, but you know, I got to make sure he's here. I don't know where he is. And so, and the teacher's like, guys, please like, don't leave here, but look around, tell me if you see Steve. So all the kids in the line start to like, look around and they're kind of looking for Steve to see if he's there. And, you know, everyone's looking around and then Zach kind of like looks at like the school building and he sees the door open and Steve walks out of it. 
And Zach kind of like raises his hand and says, teacher, teacher. And the teacher's like, yes, Zach, what's up? And Zach's like, I, I, I see Steve. And the teacher's like, oh my God, where? Because dude, the teacher was going to be responsible for all the kids. So he was pretty scared. And the teacher's like, where? And Zach points to the school. And sure enough, Steve is walking out of the building and the teacher like raises his hand. He's like, Steve, Steve, Steve over here. And Steve kind of like raises his hand back. And Steve very weirdly has this big smirk on his face. And Zach is kind of confused. Why is Steve smirking? Like, does he just find the whole thing funny that the school is literally flooding at this point? Like, okay, I guess like whatever, but fine. It's, it's an interesting day. Maybe people react to scary situations differently. I'm not going to be the one to judge here, but Steve gets closer and closer until eventually he makes it there. And the teacher's like, Steve, where have you been? And Steve is like, wouldn't you like to know? And the teacher's like, uh, Steve, what does that mean? And Steve's like, wouldn't you like to know? And at this point, right, Zach is sitting there and Zach is starting to put two and two together. And Zach is like, no, there's no way. There's no way this kid is that crazy. There's no way this kid is this entitled. There's no shot. There's no way, man. And he's, cause Zach is starting to realize that as soon as, you know, Steve, the spoiled entitled kid didn't get what he wanted and screamed at the teacher that, you know, he'll regret this and he's going to get payback. He leaves and then the entire school starts to flood. And then he walks out of the school as it's flooding with a big smirk on his face. And when the teacher says, where have you been? You know, he's like, wouldn't you like to know? As if referring to like something like that just happened. And Steve is just in his head. He's like, there's no shot. And then the spoiled kid says, so I bet you're really wishing that you gave me that A now. And the teacher's like, Steve, what are you talking about? Like the, the school is. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Flooding, like, where have you been? And Steve is like, I'm going to reiterate my point. I bet you really wish you gave me that A now. And the teacher's like, Steve, this is no time for that. Like, like, where have you been? Like, it's okay. I'm just happy that you're here and safe and everything's okay. And Steve's like, oh, I don't know. I like, I'm fine. I had the whole situation under control. I mean... I'd have to have it under control since I made the situation. And the teacher, who is slowly, very slowly starting to catch on as well, is like, Steve, what do you mean by that? And Steve's like, I don't know. I, You know, just sometimes when I don't get what I want, big things happen. And Steve has this big smile on his face. Steve really thinks that he's like really just showed the teacher and that the teacher's going to be like, OMG, I'm going to give you that A now. Please, I'm at your mercy. Please, please forgive me, Steve. But uh, no, the teacher's like, Steve, I need you to be in very clear words, very clearly tell me where have you been and what has happened. And Steve's like, fine, I'll explain it in words even you can understand. So Steve is like, all right, here's what happened. You didn't give me what I wanted. So, I decided to flood the school. I went into the bathrooms, I clogged up all the toilets, and look at the school now. Oh, well, looks like my house is on fire. One like equals one prayer. No, I'm just kidding. That was just a test, I guess. Anyways, and he's like, yeah, so this is what happens when you don't give me exactly what I want. 
And the teacher has nothing to say. But then the teacher runs up to Steve, grabs him by the gruff of his shirt, and Steve's like, what are you doing, bro? And just pulls him, pulls him up, and he's like, you're coming with me. And basically drags Steve to the principal, and the teacher starts screaming, not at the principal, but just like screaming in general, about like, Steve just flooded the school. You see all this damage. You see how our school is destroyed. It's because I didn't give this kid an A when he failed his test. He's such a spoiled, entitled brat. I need you to expel him. The teacher was going off, and everyone could hear it. So, like, every kid in the courtyard turned to look at what was happening. And the teacher was just screaming, like, basically at the principal, but not really at the principal. And the principal's like, oh, calm down, Mr. Whatever. Calm down. And he's like, Steve, is this true? And Steve's like, yeah, he didn't give me an A, so I destroyed the school. And the principal's like, you're coming with me, young man, and grabs him and kind of brings him over to a corner. And yeah, give it some time. Uh, so basically they got, uh, wait, it was Zach, oh, I forgot the name for a second. So basically Zach got the next couple weeks off. Uh, they did like Zoom classes or whatever, or whatever they had before Zoom, because this happened many years ago. So maybe like I don't know, some kind of like Microsoft or I don't even know how they did it. They did some kind of Skype thing a little bit. It was like pre-Zoom Zoom. And then they eventually had a temp school where they had to like go to a farther location, but they made it a school. And uh, short, long story short, um, yeah, Steve got uh, completely expelled. How's it going, everyone? Uh, today we got a story time of probably one of the most spoiled kids ever getting destroyed by his college professor. It is probably one of the greatest stories I've ever told in the channel, so sit back, relax, uh, subscribe if you like stories, and let's get right into it. So we're gonna call the subscriber who sent in this story Isaiah. By the way, Isaiah sent this into my Instagram. Link's in the description. Uh, so anyways, this was Isaiah's first year of college, and first year of college is scary, man. Isaiah was kind of like, you know, he had his classes, he just moved into the dorm. You know, he was, you know, he was getting nervous about it, but, you know, he was, he was heading off to his first class. He gets there, he sits down. This is an English class, by the way. He's looking around at all of his classmates, kind of just seeing who's going to be, like, the people who he's going to be spending the rest of the semester with. He's, I don't know, it's a nervous situation, but the English teacher starts off, you know, pretty nice, pretty calm. He said, all right, guys, go around, introduce yourself, say like, I don't know, a fun fact or something, which I always hate that because I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't want to say I have a YouTube channel, but I don't know what else is fun about me. I have a dog. I don't know, dude. But sure enough, they go around and Isaiah's like, hi, my name is Isaiah. I'm, I don't know, 18 years old. I'm from, let's say, Nevada. I don't know, man. And then he says a fun fact. I, he says, I don't know, I can juggle or something like that. And they go around and eventually it gets to this kid. And we're just going to call him the spoiled kid because my brain is still a little goofy right now. So I don't think I can hold that many names in my, in, in my head. So we're just going to call him the spoiled kid. And once it comes around to the spoiled kid, he's like, hello, my name is spoiled kid. Obviously, he doesn't say, my name is spoiled kid. But you know what I mean. He says his actual name. He's like, hello, my name is spoiled kid. And a fun fact about me is my, like, my dad has partial ownership. And then he says some kind of sports team. Obviously, I don't want to say the sports team. It wasn't anything like a crazy sports team. It wasn't like the, the, New York, the New York Jets or anything like that. But it was like still a sports team, and I obviously don't want to say anything, so I don't want to give them away or anything. But, bro, everyone in the class was kind of looking around, kind of just like, uh, this kid just say that like his dad has ownership in a sports team? Like He's basically saying, yo, my dad has the big bucks, bro. That's basically what he just said, dude. 
So anyways, right away, Isaiah kind of knows that this kid's going to be, the spoiled kid is going to be, you know, a little interesting, and that this school year is going to be definitely kind of interesting. So fast forward a couple weeks, and Isaiah's actually doing really well. He's found a good group of friends that happen to be on his hall, and life's pretty good. His classes are pretty decent, and the spoiled kid hasn't done anything crazy in his English class. Yeah, he's a little snotty. Yeah, he's a little stuck up. Yes, he wants everyone to see his Yeezys all the time, but whatever, man. Like, fine. He can deal with that. However, things start to get really, really crazy when it is about, I'd say, like two weeks into the school year, and the English teacher has a very kind of a light assignment, kind of just wanted to get them warmed up for the year. He's like, all right, guys, so here's our first assignment. I'm going to ask you guys to write a one-page paper on literally anything you want. It, it Like, literally, write whatever you want. You'll be graded kind of on how well, you know, it's written, as well as kind of just the whole presentation in general. Oh, yeah, by the way, you'll be presenting it in front of everyone. So this is a very, very important detail. Because if the spoiled kid wrote about what he wrote about and no one else heard about it, well, you guys probably wouldn't have been hearing the story. But you're hearing the story because part of the assignment is that you have to read this thing aloud to everyone. Public speaking is scary, but this English class was kind of focused on... It was a public speaking English class. So, of course, right, like... At the end of the day, man, you're going to have to do some public speaking in a public speaking English class. I mean, hey, that's just what you signed up for. So anyways, Isaiah's kind of excited because Isaiah is really into guitars. He's really into, uh, I don't know, uh, just like the history of guitars, playing guitars, music. Real he was just really obsessed with it. And this was kind of an opportunity for him to, I don't know, for him to shine in a sense and kind of show off a bit of his personality to everyone else in the class. So sure enough, right, Isaiah goes back and within a couple days, he's finished up his paper. He's like, it's a one page paper. It's really not a big deal. And he's written it about like, he just has the history of guitars, like the first one that was ever made. And I don't know if it's made like the middle ages or the original guitar. And it's like important throughout history. And, you know, he practices, Isaiah practices this paper a few times in front of his friends, yada, yada, whatever, they get to class. And I'm just going to skip ahead to the good part. So Isaiah goes, totally fine. He kills it, right? You know, everyone kind of claps. And I think someone afterwards, like, says, hey, I, you know, I'm, I do want to join our band. Like, I don't know if you're in, into guitars. And obviously, you know, Isaiah's pretty good at the guitar. I mean, thinks about it all the time or whatever. So, yes, he joins the band. But this is not a story about, you know, the college group of kids starting a band. This is a story about a spoiled kid getting destroyed by his teacher. And I shall provide. Because sure enough, the spoiled kid, remember, this is the same kid who on the first day, his fun fact was his, like his dad owned a large part in a sports team. Like, bro, is that really your fun fact, dude? But anyways, you know, the spoiled kid goes up and he starts to read out his presentation. He's like, ahem, ahem, everyone, pay attention. And he gets up there and everyone's looking up and the teacher's looking up with, you know, this look of like, ah, what could be ahead of us? Only clear skies. False. Because... Just, oh my God, dude, I can only imagine this happened in my college. But basically, right, the spoiled kid went up there and was like, so today I'm writing about something of great interest to me, and that is my daddy's wealth. And everyone's like, bro, what did you do? Like, what did you just say, dude? Like, there's no chance that this kid was just like, uh, today I'm going to be talking about my father's money. But he legitimately was like, oh, I'm going to be talking about something I'm interested in. He dude probably sat down and was like, oh, what am I interested in? Hmm, uh, status, 
uh, wealth. Um, what else? Oh, prestige. Uh, prestige is definitely something I'm interested in. And he goes on to talk about like a little history about how his daddy made all of his money. <laughs> and just, <laughs> my brain really is falling apart, dude. Oh my god. And then he goes on to give like exact dollar amounts, and it was something like his dad's net. He was like given like a net worth calculation. He's like, so if you add up all of the rare art assets, the uh, the rare fish assets. I'm just kidding. Uh, the house, the stocks, the equities. Uh, if you have the land that we unfairly got from like Venezuela or something, if you add up all of those, our net worth is probably around forty five million dollars. And he was like, so this, and he finishes up by saying, I hope you guys enjoyed my writing. And the other thing that I need to point out is this writing was terrible. Like it wasn't even like, it was like third grade level in like grammar and writing. Like it was really, really bad. And the thing is, right, the teacher isn't about to fail a kid um, because he doesn't like him. But at the end of the day, if you're, it, it is, it's still a writing class, bro. If your writing sucks in a writing class, I hate to say it, man, but you're gonna get a low mark. And so this is where things get really, really interesting. Interesting, I, I can't speak. Uh, real quick, the secret word of the day is spoiled. So if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled. I don't know if I'll be hard in comments today or not, but I will try to at least. So comment down below spoiled if you made it this far into the video. And also, I just wanna say thank you guys for giving me the time to take a break over the last couple days. It isn't exactly what you think, but it was, it was a pretty scary couple days. I think I'm doing much better now and I'm getting back into it. But I just want to say that the only reason why the channel is doing so well is because you guys went back and binge watched a bunch of old videos. So if you guys are watching old videos, please tell me in the comment section down below, I binge watched videos or I'm on number three, right? Or number 20 or whatever. And I'll try and heart your comment and say thank you. Because the reason why the channel is doing so crazy right now is because you guys are binge watching a bunch of videos. I'm just going to get back to the story. I just wanted to when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. Anyways, right, by the end of the presentation, the entire class is, like, completely shocked. Isaiah's shocked. The teacher has a shocked look on his face. The rest of the class is just like, oh, my God. Like, did that kid literally just sit down and just, like, read out a presentation about how rich his dad was and literally break down his net worth to, like, individual stocks and real estate holdings? Like, that's the most goofiest thing I've ever heard. So the spoiled kid sits down and kind of looks like he kind of has this face of like, oh yeah, I just killed it, guys. Like, I'm gonna get an A plus, triple plus on this one. Oh, uh, like obviously it's not, but getting to that in a second. So anyways, let's just skip ahead like one day later because it only takes about a day for the teacher to give back the grades because the grades are literally just 50% how was your speaking component and 50% how well was it actually written, like grammar-wise. And the teacher, before handing back the grades, said, hi, guy, like, hi guys, like, thank you so much for your work. Like, I, I could see how hard you guys, like, how much work you put into it yesterday. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, by the way, I will not grade on the subject matter. I'm literally just grading on 
your grammar slash writing ability, and then also your speaking, speaking ability. This is a very small assignment, so if you don't receive the grade you want, this is just to show you where you kind of stand in the class now, and trust me, I'm look like you guys are all gonna improve, and I actually expect all you guys to at least leave the class with a B plus, A minus at a minimum by the end of the semester, so don't be discouraged if the grade's a little lower than you think. So whatever, right? If you get a low grade on this assignment, it's a small, it's a small assignment, one would think. So the teacher starts walking around the class and starts handing out the grades back. And Isaiah gets a A minus on his on his paper. And he's super excited. He's like, that's great. That's a great way to start the year. Then the teacher hands back the paper to the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid picks up the piece of paper, and you could just see a look of rage on his face. A look of absolute like turmoil and just anger or whatever and while it wasn't really uh, like announced what the grade was in the beginning because like who really knows uh, Isaiah figured out kind of later on the line the spoiled kid got a C plus which like sure a C plus might not be like the greatest thing ever and for a lot of people however it's not a bad grade and also it's a very small assignment in the beginning of the year and the teacher said it's going to get better your grades gonna get better don't even sweat it but the spoiled kid, when he re receives his paper, he starts getting really, really, really mad. And he stands up in front of everyone. And the whole class, who was just kind of like preparing to get, like getting ready to go into the next part of the assignment, uh, they're putting their grades away back into their book bags or whatever. They all turn to look at the spoiled kid because out of the blue, the spoiled kid just shoots up and he's like, teacher, teacher. And the teacher's like, yes, spoiled kid. Uh, obviously doesn't say spoil kid, but you know what I mean. You, you guys know by this point what I mean when I say that. And the spoil kid's like, you're discriminating against me because of my status. And everyone just once again, they thought that this kid, this kid couldn't go even more crazy, right? But bro, they're just like, no way this kid just said that he got a bad grade because he's being discriminated against because he's too rich or something. And the teacher's like, uh, like, that's nonsense. Like, I graded you on your performance, which was pretty good, but on the writing side, it just wasn't that good. Like, trust me, you're gonna improve a ton throughout the year. Don't even worry about it. Which, shout out for, to the teacher for not, like, getting super angry, because, like, I would be pretty upset. Like, if I was a teacher, I don't think I'd be, I don't think I'd have the same cool as this teacher. Because, like, the kid literally said, you're discriminating me against me because I'm rich, but whatever, right? And the, and, and the student's like, no, like, you won't hear, like, this isn't the end of this. I will not let such discrimination against me because of my wealth status. Like, I will not let this stand. And the spoiled kid grabs his backpack, kind of, like, shoots up his head, shoots up the back of his spine. It says, good day, sir, and storms out of the class. And everyone sitting in the class right now just slack-jawed, their mouths are gaping open. They're just like, eh, what, what, eh. And the teacher didn't really know where to go from there. So the teacher kind of jokingly said, well, that was not what I had in the lesson book. And everyone kind of burst into laughter because it was pretty awkward. So he broke the, the awkward silence pretty well. And then the teacher's like, all right, you know what? We're just gonna keep moving on. We're just gonna keep going. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about public speaking. Let's talk about some practice, some tips and practices to make it easier for you guys who are struggling with it. And they kind of go on with the day. And Isaiah, during the entire class, is just thinking to himself, "Oh my God." Isaiah though kind of thinks that the craziness in that class is going to be done. That they're going to be like totally set at that point. 
However, right, uh, before the class is over, about five minutes before the class ends, the door slams open, like it just shoots open, and the spoiled kid walks in all proud, and the teacher's like, oh, have you cooled off? And the spoiled kid, who's just walked in, just like completely slammed himself back into the room, has this smug look on his face. And the teacher's like, uh, hello, question mark. And the spoiled kid's like, I just reported you to the office for discrimination because I'm rich. He said, see you in court, which like uh, he reported him to like the administration. Um, I don't think that's going to get you in court, bro. I hate to break it to you, but I'm pretty sure if you report someone for, I don't know, like hating you because you have a lot of money, you're not going to like go to court. Oh, this is going before the Supreme Court, guys. Trust me. So anyways, right, uh, Isaiah is just sitting there, and he's just like, oh my god, like, this kid was legit. Because everyone kind of just thought this kid was, like, knew that, obviously, he was not being discriminated against because he had a ton of money, and that he was just being ridiculous, and that he was just, like, running away because he had an anger problem or something. But no, like, legit, he went and reported him. So the, the teacher was like, oh, okay, well, fine. If you want to play it that way, then we'll play it that way. This spoiled kid's like, yeah, get wrecked, bro. Oh, and then he just kind of like runs out of the classroom. And everyone is just like, oh, what just, whoa, 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 what just happened there? And the teacher once again says, well, that was also not on the lesson plan. So anyways, the next day comes around and Isaiah, like whatever's happening in the class, Isaiah's not even thinking about it because he's just so caught up in the drama that's been going on between the teacher and the spoiled kid. And Isaiah's been like telling everyone and his like all of his new friends and everyone in his dorm just about everything that's been going on. And every day they come back saying, oh, do you have any updates? Do you have any updates? So obviously last night when he came back with the updates about how the spoiled kid threatened to sue the guy, they were like, oh my God, this is actually more entertaining than anything on Netflix right now. But anyways, right, the next day in class, Isaiah's, you know, he walks in, and he's like, all right, what episode of Spoiled Kid versus Teacher will it be today? And, and he kind of doesn't expect the Spoiled Kid to come in, right? Uh, but sure enough, the Spoiled Kid comes in the class, and he walks in with his, like, chest all puffed out, coming in all proud, like, like, I'm the man, I'm that guy, like, you all better fear me, or you're getting, uh, I don't know, sued for discrimination because I'm rich as well, oh, whatever, right? Uh, but sure enough, the teacher's like, oh, spoiled kid, you decided to come. Uh, I just thought that, you know, we would settle this once and for all and in front of everyone. So basically, right, the teacher has had enough of the spoiled kid's antics and decides to drop the equivalent of a nuke on him. So sure enough, right, the administration walks into class a couple minutes after the teacher sends an email or a text or some kind of message, right? So the teacher wasn't sure if the spoiled kid was going to come into class, but he had more or less arranged with the administration for them to come in and handle this if the spoiled kid was to come into class, kind of to like show off as a spectacle and to make sure that people don't file false, <laughs> false stuff with the administration because they hate having their time wasted. So anyways, right, the administration comes into class and the spoiled kid's like, yes, yes, they're going to take you away. Ha ha ha. I know that they're in here right now to drag you out of here. He looks at the rest of the class. He's like, you're welcome, guys. I read it. You have this demon who hates you if you have money. And everyone is just like, oh, my God, this kid's delusional, bro. And so sure enough, right, the administration is like, ahem, today we'll be talking about the case of spoiled kid versus, you know, uh, teacher said the actual names or whatever. And they're like, you know, after doing a thorough investigation, we found that there are no 
signs of any form of discrimination. The teacher obviously was, you know, grading off of the, uh, you know, the poor, poor grammar and failure to construct proper sentences of the spoiled kid. And Isaiah looks over and sees the spoiled kid's face like completely fall apart. He's like, what? No, yeah, right, but whatever. And, you know, the administration goes on to say like, the spoiled kid will receive like X kind of punishment. I don't know exactly what punishment. It was pretty light, but he still received some kind of punishment for wasting the administration's time. That is all. And they got up and they left and the class was completely silent. And the teacher's like, all right, guys, I just thought that that was important just to have out there. I thought it was a good idea to just have you guys all see that. But anyways, let's get, to, let's get back to what's important. Let's talk about grammar sentence structure and how to have really good writing and the teacher just goes on the cl with the class like nothing just happened and everyone's kind of dazed everyone's kind of out of it because of the crazy thing that just happened but the teacher's like you know what we're just going on with class as if nothing happened yeah but sure enough uh soon after literally the day of the spoiled kid ended up dropping that english class and he still had enough credits uh, to stay in the school or stay in the college and was able to drop it. But yeah, uh, the next day Isaiah walked in, the spoiled kid was gone. And unfortunately, his doormates were very sad because he had to come back and say, guys, I'm sorry, the spoiled kid has dropped out. There will be no more crazy stories. And they're like, no, now I have to go back to Netflix. So I've told a lot of stories on this channel of spoiled kids, but I think today we have the story of the most spoiled kid ever. Subscribe if you like stories, and let's call today's subscriber who sent in this story, let's call him Arnold. So this all happened at a family reunion, and this was a three-day long event. So on the first day right, Arnold gets to the family reunion with his parents, and there's a ton of people at this thing. It's like, a mul it's like multiple branches of the family, and there's a one side of Arnold's family that he never really saw. It was like his cousin on his dad's side. They just like his dad and his, and his brother didn't really talk that much, so he didn't really see them much besides like family reunions like this. So his cousin right uh, was the most spoiled kid ever, and if you don't believe me, just sit around, stick tight, and you'll hear the story, and then you'll 100% agree with me by the end of this. So Arnold and his parents walk over to this kind of big field, and in this field, there's a lot of people there, a lot of people from his family, and they're cooking up barbecues, they got all these tables set up. The first day is like an outdoor event, and they're all just kind of there. They're having like a big barbecue just to like talk to each other, see each other, kind of like get to know each other again, as a lot of people in the family don't really see each other because they live all over the place, but they all decided to come together just to kind of like a bit of a, a reunion that they have every 10 years or so. So anyways, right, Arnold and his parents, they walk over and they're, you know, she's carrying, Arnold's mom is carrying some big plate of food or whatever. And she goes and sees like her aunt and she's like, oh, where should I put this? And she's like, oh, put it on this table. And anyways, right, Arnold is kind of looking around and he sees like a group of kids because Arnold at this point, he's 14 years old. And most of the people here are like legit adults. They're like 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever. But there are some kids here, right? And he goes over and kind of like, hangs out with the other kids that are there and there's like some other people but the main important person that you need to know who is there is Arnold's cousin aka the most spoiled kid ever we're just going to call him the spoiled kid for the duration of this video so anyways right they're all kind of like standing around talking they're having very basic dialogue I, I mean like they don't know each other that well. They're not going to be talking about the meaning of life or anything, but they're just kind of chilling. They're having a chill conversation. You know how it is. 
And for some reason, right, the spoiled kid decides that this conversation talking about like Fortnite or whatever is the perfect opportunity to talk about his dad and how much money his dad makes. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. The spoiled kid was legitimately like, oh, so like my dad has got a promotion yesterday to MD at Goldman Sachs and he's going to be making 400k a year. Oh, uh, but like all the other kids are like, okay, man, like, congrats, you really worked hard for that, like, okay, nice, like, you're really grinding hard for your dad's promotion, like, bet, I get it, like, whatever, and the, but the thing is, right, the spoiled kid, uh, you know, uh, Arnold's cousin didn't even notice, or even if he did notice that people weren't really caring, he decided to willfully ignore it, and was just like, yeah, so we're gonna be going on even more trips, and I'm gonna be able to get the new Yeezys, and Arnold's like, okay, nice. And he's like, yeah, I bet you guys are a little jelly. And, you know, they're all just like, I mean, like, that's cool, man. Like, I'm, I'm glad someone here's parents are winning, you know. Because Arnold's parents, they, they did fine, but they were very solidly, like, middle class, if not, like, lower middle class. Like, it is what it is, man. He had a good childhood. Like, he was, he, yeah, I don't know. They supported him. They were loving parents. But yeah, no, his dad was not like a managing director at Goldman Sachs trading corn derivatives or anything like that, man. Uh, but anyways, uh, Arnold immediately was like, all right, so I don't like my cousin that much, but maybe, just maybe, he'll find a way to redeem himself, and maybe he's just having a mental episode right now. Maybe that's why he's acting so spoiled. So eventually, right, you know, the barbecue, it was a barbecue, but like the most of the food wasn't ready by the time Arnold got there. So eventually, right, Arnold's uh, uncle or aunt or whatever, right, they're like, all right, uh, it's time to eat, guys. So all the kids run over and, you know, I, I don't know, Arnold gets in line. He picks up a hamburger. Like, you know, it's some good food. Like, it's not like some, you know, five-star delicacy, but like he's enjoying it. It's good food. But he looks over at, you know, uh, his cousin, right, uh, you know, the spoiled kid. Uh, and sure enough, the spoiled kid looks at the food, looks around, and goes, bleh, bleh, bleh. And Arnold kind of looks at him like, are you fine? Like, are you feeling sick? He's like, I'm not feeling sick now, but, like, if I eat this peasant food, I might be feeling sick soon. Arnold's like, dude, like, come on, it's actually pretty good. And he's like, I wouldn't want to put that filth in my body. I would just be like you guys. And Arnold is like, all right, this guy is a complete ass. Like, what What the heck? Like, why Why do I have, why is he my cousin, bro? Like, what is going on here? Uh, but anyways, right, the spoiled kid actually ends up turning to the family member that was, like, preparing the food and serving it to people and, like, making sure it stayed, like, nice and, like, whatever, right? She was, uh, you know, you know, she was behind there prepping the food, and the spoiled kid goes up to her and says, uh, excuse me? And she's like, yes, uh, I don't know, cousin name, spoiled kid, whatever his actual name was, right? Yes, spoiled kid, like, what's up? And he's like, uh... Do you buy, by any, by any chance, right? Do you happen to have any non-peasant food? <laughs> and, and she was like, what? And he's like, you know, I don't know. I, th I just think my, my, my stomach can't handle such bar barbaric food like this. She's like, I mean, I can get you some lettuce. And he's like, it's fine. It's whatever. I'll just starve. So he goes, he just walks away. And Arnold is just looking at this kid like, bro, you can't be serious. 
Real quick, comment spoiled down below if you want to harden your comment. Secret word of the day is spoiled. Don't take it too personally if I don't get to harden your comment right away. I'm probably going to be pretty busy when I post this video. And also, if you want to support the channel, like, a lot, binge watch my videos. I got playlists in the description. And please, please let me know in the comments if you're doing that, if you're watching a ton of my videos in one sitting, so I can try and personally thank you for helping the channel so much. Anyways, Back to the story. You guys might be thinking, all right, well, he seems like a pretty bratty kid, but is he really the most spoiled kid you've ever told on the channel? And let me just say that day one was nothing compared to day two and day three. So let's skip ahead to day two of the family reunion. So anyways, right, this was not outside in the fields anymore. This was not like an outside barbecue. They were going to a restaurant for lunch. And it was, it, look, they had to seat like a ton of people. They're not going to be banging out a ton of money for this. They just kind of went to a, I don't know, kind of more of a diner type restaurant or not diner, kind of more of like a burger place, like a burger shack or something like that. It wasn't exactly fast food, but it was pretty adjacent to it. I would say similar to like In-N-Out if you've ever been there. But anyways, right, uh, they all get in there and they sit down. And I don't know if your family did this, but my family always had like a kid's table. All the adults would sit together and then all the kids would be sitting at a table. And so anyways, right, Arnold and the other people there who didn't suck and then his cousin, the spoiled kid who sucked big butt, right? Uh, they all sat at the same table and they were looking at the menu and, you know, the spoiled kid was like, uh, do you guys see any filet mignon? Do you see any, uh, I don't know, beef wellington? Do you guys see any, just listing off more super expensive, super fancy five-star gold-plated food and stuff? And Arnold looks at the kid and is like, bro, you do realize we're in a burger place. I don't know if, I don't know who told you that you're going to be able to get like a filet mignon or like a beef wellington in a burger place. But let me just say that, you know, you're not going to get it. And the spoiled kid's like, oh, well, I'll ask, buddy. I, I don't know, man. Whenever someone says buddy with a little bit of attitude, it always makes me so mad. So anyways, right, you know, the waiter comes around and starts asking people for their orders. Arnold gets like, I don't know, their, their like signature burger, whatever, right? Kind of standard. And the spoiled kid is like, waiter, chop, chop. And the waiter's like, all right, man, I'm being paid like eight bucks an hour. Just shut up. But he doesn't say that. He comes over. He's like, yes. And the spoiled kid is like, so... You guys happen to, and I, I'm sure you do, it's so hilarious that I even have to ask this. Do you guys happen to have any filet mignons in the back? And the waiter's like, no, sir, this is a Wendy's. No, but he's like, uh, this is a burger place, like, we don't have any of that. And Arnold's like, oh, how, how, how silly of you guys. Do you think the chef could maybe whip me one up? I'll pay extra. And then he takes out his dad's credit card, which apparently he's also on his dad's credit card. And he, like, taps it on the table. And the waiter, once again, is like, sir, this is a Wendy's. But no, he's like, uh, uh, I don't think we even have, like, any steak in the back. Like, I could get you, like, a plate of ground hamburger. At this point, this boy kid's like, What? You guys don't have filet mignons? All right, well, um, do you guys happen to have any beef wellingtons? <laughs> and the waiter's like, sir, if we don't have filet mignons, why do you think we have beef wellingtons? Sir, this is a burger place. And the spoiled kid is like, fine, I'll have your disgusting poor person burger. At this point, right, you know, the waiter just gives him this dirty look.
So anyways, right, you know, uh, eventually the food comes out and, you know, the spoiled kid gets the burger. He kind of pokes at it a little bit and eventually does eat it because the burger is pretty good. But he's like complaining and like gagging the whole time, even though he eats the whole thing. So we think like, I don't know, the subscriber thinks that the gag, like all the gagging was just for show and he actually thought it was pretty good. But anyways, after dinner, right, they're walking down, you know, kind of like this kind of like strip mall area. And there's a movie theater and there's a movie playing and the spoiled kid turns to, uh, I don't know, whatever adult was nearby and is like, we should totally watch this movie. That would be so fun. I've heard such good things about the movie. And to be honest, Arnold was kind of down for that. Like the movie did, he did hear good things about it and he does want to go watch it at some point. And he's like, okay, if I have to watch with the spoiled kid, at least he'd, you know, spoiled kid wouldn't be able to say anything or do any nonsense during the movie, one would think. And the adult was like, hey, like we got some other stuff planned for today, but maybe later. And the spoiled kid is like, well, but I, I want to go see the movie. And the adult's like, well, I mean, I never said you couldn't ever go see the movie, man. Like, if you want to go see it later, that's fine. And the spoiled kid's like, no, I want to go see it now. And Arnold's like, oh, no, here we go again, bro. And so sure enough, right, the spoiled kid's like, but why? Why can't I see it? And the adult's like, we have other stuff planned. Like, you can see it later, spoiled kid. It says his actual name, but, like, whatever, right? And, you know, he's like, but, but... And he starts tearing up, and the adult's like, um, uh, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I didn't plan this event like your aunt did. Um, she's kind of orchestrated the whole thing. Like, I just don't want to go against what she says. And the spoiled kid's like, do I, am I, do I not deserve to see a movie that I want to see? Am I not good enough for it? And the and the person's like, no, no, I didn't say that. And at this point, like, Arnold is just like, bro, this kid sucks. This kid sucks. He super sucks. Let's just skip ahead to day three. The final day and the day where the spoiled kid just goes off the spoiled meter. So I think the day two was worse than day one. But day three is worse than day two and day one combined. It is so bad. So you really got to strap in for this one. But anyways, right, uh, sure enough, day three rolls around, and it's the final day, and they're back, they're actually at, like, the aunt's house, the aunt has a pretty big house with a very large backyard, so everyone's kind of either in the house or in the backyard, and there's, like, food stuff set up or whatever, and there's, like, events, and the parents thought it would be pretty fun if the kids would end off the day with a nice like game of hide and seek tag because the yard was really large and you know they had all inside the house as well and the parents just thought it'd be super fun to end off the day like that so the parents decide that you know what they'll do is they'll all stand outside and they'll all like congregate out there so that they have free roam to hide in the house and to use a lot of the yard the front yard and the backyard as well so anyways right the aunt is like all right guys come around we're setting up a big hide and seek game and uh, so anyways, right, uh, the aunt's like, all right, I'm going to, does anyone want to be the seeker? And no one was really raising their hand. And Arnold was like, all right, well, I don't really care. So he raises his hand. He says, I don't really care either way, but I don't mind being the seeker. And I know that we need one. So his aunt's like, oh, perfect. Thank you so much for volunteering. And so his aunt said, all right, guys, here are the rules. You can hide anywhere, and if he sees you, you're not necessarily it until he tags you. But once you're tagged, you're also a seeker, and you're going to help Arnold find people. 
So it's mostly a hide-and-seek game, but it's also a tag game. It's a little bit of a mix. All right, Arnold, I'd like you to count to 100 seconds. And Arnold's like, 100 seconds? That's kind of a long time. But whatever, like, I'll, I'll do what I have to do. So Arnold starts counting. He turns around and closes his eyes, right? So Arnold in his head is like, all right, I want to find the spoiled kid and make sure that he does not win. I literally don't care about anything else at this point besides making sure that the spoiled kid loses this because that kid sucks. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, that's all I care about right now, if I'm being honest, if I'm being 100% straight up with you guys. And so, yeah, he counts to 100, and he immediately tries to find people. And, uh, you know, anyways, he, he's looking around, he sees someone, he kind of ignores them. It's not obvious that he saw him, so it's not, like, a violation of, like, the integrity of being the seeker or whatever. But Arnold is really just looking for the spoiled kid at this time. So he looks in the front yard, and he sees someone behind the bushes, and he sees a pair of Yeezys. And he's like, all right, I know exactly who this is. So he pretends like he doesn't see the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid is, like, being very, very quiet or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, as Arnold gets closer to the bushes without making it seem like he knows the spoiled kid is there, he sprints super quickly and he goes in and he very clearly tags the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid runs off. And Arnold's like, all right, man, I got you. And he's like, no, no, you didn't. I dodged it. And Arnold's like, dude, I obviously got you. And the spoiled kid at this point had already ran away. And he's like, oh, my God. So Arnold realized that he can't, like, tag him. He needs to basically slide tackle this guy to prove that he tagged him, right? Or he at least needs another person there to confirm it. So sure enough, right, Arnold goes around, finds someone else, tags them, and now this other person is now it with Arnold. So they both go around, and once again, Arnold sees a pair of Yeezys, and he, he looks at the other person who we already tagged and kind of gives them, like, the finger on his mouth, like the shh kind of motion to be quiet. So they both kind of, like, pretend like they're walking around looking for people as if they don't see the spoiled kid and then once again, right, you know, they, you know, the other kid now runs up and tags the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid is like, you didn't get me and runs right by him, but runs right into Arnold. Like, cause the spoiled kid is so busy running away and pretending like he didn't get tagged by the other guy that he runs right into Arnold. And Arnold basically gives him like a bear hug. He's like, all right, man, I got you. And he's like, no, I used force field. And Arnold's like, bro, what? This is a, there's no force field. He's like, yeah, it's the rules. And then the other guy comes and tags him again. He's like, well, your force field was down then. I just tagged you. And he's like, no, no, you didn't. You didn't tag me. And this happened in the backyard. So all the parents start watching as a spoiled kid is like yelling. And the other two start like, so Arnold and the other guy are like, kind of like spam tagging him. He, they're like, tag, 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 tag. The toy spoiled kid's like, no, no, you're missing. I'm dodging it. I'm dodging it. Don't you see? No one can prove it. And like the aunt is like, all right, spoiled kid. Like, it's pretty clear that you're it. It's actually pretty fun to be it. Go tag with them or whatever, spoiled kid. Go have fun. And he's like, no, no, no. He's just like, no, I, I'm not going to be at their level. I'm not going to be at their level. I'm not going to be at their level, aunt. I'm not going to do it. And she's like, what do you mean by that? He's like, I'm not going to be with the boars. At this point, right, every single parent turns around and is like, what did this kid just say? Because they all knew he was kind of a jerk, but like, what? He's like, no, 
I will not drop to their level. They're a filthy, disgusting level. I will not be it. And the spoiled kid sprints away into the house, being like, you didn't get me. And at this point, right, the aunt is like, oh my god, like, this kid is terrible. And at this point, right, the spoiled kid's parents, they kind of know that their son's a bit of a jerk, but they're like, all right, this crossed the line. So the spoiled kid's dad, the same one that he was bragging about getting that raise at Goldman Sachs, walks into the house. And you hear, hi, dad, dad, ah! And then sure enough, right, the spoiled kid is like, like the dad comes out of the house and has the spoiled kid in his arms, like by the gruff of his shirt. He's like, dad, they were cheating. They were cheating. I don't want to be with the pores. And at this point, right, his dad is like, uh, kind of like his dad, like looks at the spoiled kid's mom and is like, hey, we got to go. And he's like, guys, and kind of like turns to everyone, guys, I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. We got to leave early. We just remembered that we had something we had to go to. Yeah, sure, buddy. Totally not related to your son being insane or anything, but sure, go ahead. And so, yeah, the spoiled kid is dragged off by his parents into their, like, BMW, like, 200K car or whatever, right? And they drive off. And, like, the aunt is just in disbelief, and all the other parents are just standing around. And the thing is, right, there were some other kids that were still hiding, but they kind of came out of hiding and stopped playing the game when they heard the spoiled kid literally go insane. So the aunt, realizing how awkward of a situation it is right now, is like, all right, everyone, let's go out for ice cream. So sure enough, they all go out for ice cream, and Arnold decides to this time sit with his parents. And he's just like, so, did you see what happened today? And his mom looks at him, and she's like, Arnold, I am so proud that you're a good kid. Like, I always knew you're a good kid, but it's just really good to see how, like, it is good to have a little, I gained a little bit of perspective today. I saw how bad you truly, like, how bad a kid could be. Today we got a story time of probably one of the most spoiled kids to ever exist. So subscribe if you guys like stories, and let's call today's subscriber Lennon. Anyways, right, so this all happened one day when Lennon was in class, and his teacher was like, all right, guys, so to finish off the year, we're going to have a really big group project, and the groups are going to be randomized, and in about five or ten minutes, I'll be reading out the groups. In the meantime, uh, I don't know, read, read from the textbooks, chapters, I don't know, whatever, right? And the teacher goes to his computer, goes to like a random number generator, and lists out all the names of the people in the class and assigns them a random number number. And sure enough, after about five to 10 minutes, the teachers are like, all right, class, so I will be reading out the people in your group for your major assignment. So the teacher gets the class's attention is like, all right, class, so I'm going to read out the people and that's going to be in your group. And Lennon was really hoping that his friends would be in his group, but he knew that the odds were against it since it was randomized, but there was always a chance. So Lennon held out hope. And anyways, Lennon was sitting there at his desk, all excited, and sure enough, the teacher reads out the names, and uh, the teacher's like, all right, so group one says a bunch of names, group two says a bunch of names, and finally, group three says, all right, we have Lennon, Len's like, all right, this is my group. Says another name of a kid, Lennon doesn't know that well, and Len's like, all right, and then says the third name, spoiled kid. All right, his name isn't actually spoiled kid, uh, but Lennon kind of knew him as like the massively spoiled entitled kid, and in Lennon's head, he was like, no. And anyways, right, the teacher finishes off reading out the other groups. He's like, all right, guys, so the project will be 
uh, it says some assignment that they have to do research on and present for the entire class, right? It says, all right, uh, get with your small groups and start planning how you're gonna like wanna approach the project and then how you're gonna wanna divvy up the work. As we're still gonna be doing regular school in class and you guys are gonna have to do this uh, assignment out of class. There will be one day right before the day you guys present to kind of finish off the finishing touches and also to give you guys a little bit of time to make sure that you're all on the same page and prepare to present it. So anyways, right? Uh, Lennon and the other guy and the spoiled kid. We're just going to call the other guy Ben because uh, we're bringing back the classic name on the channel. And also, he's not... So, sorry, Ben, you're not that important to the story. But anyways, right, Ben, Lennon, and the spoiled kid all sit down at the table and they start discussing what they want to do, and they choose a very specific topic that's in the, I, I don't know what they're studying, but they choose a specific topic, and then they decide, all right, well, let me uh, write out something, how we're going to divide this up. So Lennon and uh, Ben were kind of sitting there being like, all right, so I can do this, you can do this, the spoiled kid can do this. The spoiled kid was not even paying attention. The spoiled kid was secretly going on his phone. It was a pretty big no-no in class to go on your phone, but obviously if the teacher doesn't catch you, I mean, Lennon and Ben weren't necessarily going to be like, teacher, teacher, there's a kid on his phone. They didn't want to be that kid. And I mean, I don't want to be that kid otherwise. However, it's pretty annoying when the spoiled kid just like isn't helping you with a group assignment. I mean, bro, it's a group assignment. The group the, the group isn't silent in the group assignment, uh, in the group assignment, man. Like, come on now. But anyways, right. They're like, fine. The spoiled kid doesn't have to pay attention as long as we tell him afterwards what he needs to do and for him to do it. So Lennon and Ben finish uh, divvying up all the work and they're like, all right, spoiled kid. And he kind of gets off his phone. He's like, yeah, what, what's up guys? And they're like, all right, so uh, we got two weeks to do this assignment. Uh, you're just going to have to look up this, this, and this. We'll make a shared Google Doc so that like, or Google Slides or whatever, so we can all kind of keep track. There's no real timeline that you have to do this by, but honestly, just do this before the day, before the assignment, so that we can know exactly what we're doing, when we can divvy it up and decide how we're going to do the presentation, and maybe even practice it a bit during that time period or during that class period. And sure enough, the spoiled kid's like, whatever, like, I'll do that. Like, you guys are good. And so uh, Ben and Lennon are like, all right, man, like, that sounds pretty good. So uh, fast forward a little bit. It's been a week. And Ben and Lennon have done about, like, 90% of what they're supposed to do. I mean, they don't have to do it for another week. But the spoiled kid has not even logged into the Google Doc. Not even appeared once, like not even like edited in like a period or his name or decided to refont something to make it look like he was doing something. Spoiled Kid was not even attempting to make it look like he cared. So, you know, in class, you know, after class, the bell rings and uh, uh, Lennon goes up to the Spoiled Kid and is like, hey man, like, no rush at all. You don't need to do any work. And like, you just make sure you have it done before the end. And like, I just want to make sure that, you know, you got the document and it was shared with you. The spoiled kid's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, the doc was shared with me. Like I'll do it before. Like we have to turn it in. Don't worry about it. I just do stuff kind of last minute. So anyways, Lennon's like, all right, like that's fine, I guess. And uh, fast forward to the day or the day in class where it's time for them to uh, basically have everything done. So at this point, Lennon and Ben, has they have done 100% of what they're supposed to do. And they're looking at the Google Doc, and sure enough, the spoiled kid has not even logged in once. And they're kind of just looking at each other like, bro, what's going on? And uh, yeah, at this point, Lennon is, it's about like 8 at night. Lennon's about to go to bed in like an hour or two. 
and uh, the spoiled kid has done nothing. And remember that the next day is not the day of the presentation, but it's the day in class where, because remember, every other day uh, they have not been able to do this assignment in class. They've been forced to kind of do this at home while they cover material in class. However, this day is the day before the assignment, and the teacher has given them this day to kind of prepare the presentation with the group, maybe run it through a couple times, because this is a very big presentation, and he at least wants to make sure that everyone is coordinated. But by this point, more or less all the work should be done and Lennon and Ben have already done all the work and the spoiled kid has not even logged in once. But Lennon is thinking to himself, all right, well, the spoiled kid said he did do stuff pretty last minute. So maybe when he said last minute, he meant something like, I do it literally like in the hour before I come to class. Like he didn't know how last minute he meant. And like, man, sometimes I do stuff a little bit too last minute, but never do it this last minute. And so Ben and uh, Lennon kind of went to bed that night, assuming that they would wake up the next day and uh, the work would be done and their presentation would be 100% done from all the people so that when they go into class, they can yeah, they can run it through a couple times, make sure that on the day of the presentation, which would be tomorrow or the day after the class day, that they would be chilling and they wouldn't need to worry about anything. But sure enough, right, you know, the sun rises, the birds chirp, the alarm goes off, and Lennon, like, opens up his computer, he loads up Google uh, whatever slides, and yeah, the spoiled kid has done nothing. He's just like, eh, what? The secret word of the day is spoiled, so comment spoiled down below, and I'll try and heart your comment to say thank you for watching this far into the video. And also, if you want to support the channel, binge watch my videos, uh, just watch a bunch of them at once, and please let me know in the comment section down below, and especially, like, if you're, like, seven videos in, let me know that you're seven videos in. I'll try and heart your comment, I'll try and reply to a few, just to say thank you, as it really does support, help the channel even more than you know. Uh, this comment says it right. Anyways, right, so... Lennon is just kind of mad, bro. He's like, dude, this kid has been given so much time and like at the end of the day, like he didn't do the work. I mean, there's a chance he logs in an hour before, but this is like, uh, the spoiled kid was given at least like three to four hours worth of work. If he was being super efficient, super focused, not going on his phone at all, it had taken Lennon like six to seven hours because Lennon kind of went above and beyond to make sure that he was doing the best possible job. And the spoiled kid had done none of it, and Lennon is just making the assumption now that uh, the spoiled kid screwed him and Ben over and that they're going to go into class and he's going to have done none of it. But he's like, you know what? Maybe the kid's a genius and he can do it in an hour before class. I don't know, man, you know what, whatever. And so sure enough, you know, Ben does not, or not Ben, uh, Lennon does not check his phone until he gets to class. Uh, or check, not his phone, but checks the Google Doc, Google Slide, whatever, just in case, holding out a little bit of hope. So sure enough, right, Ben is sitting there too, and the spoiled kid is not there yet, as the spoiled kid is usually a little late to class. And, you know, Lennon goes to Ben and says, hey, like, did you see how the spoiled, has the spoiled kid done the work yet? And Ben is like, dude, no, the spoiled kid has not done anything. And Lennon's like, wait, so he still hasn't done anything. And Lennon's like, yes, he still hasn't done anything. And uh, or Ben is like, okay, wow. So Lennon and Ben sit there and they're like, all right, what are we going to do? Because like, we don't want to have to do the extra work and then have the spoiled kid get all the credit. And uh, so sure enough, right, they decide, all right, we're going to confront the spoiled kid today, tell him that he needs to do the work. But in, this, in the meantime, right, uh, we should do the work and we should just do it, but do it secretly. And they decide to split it up. They, they talk amongst themselves and they're like, all right, we're going to split this up like this. 
and you know Lennon does half the work and Ben does the other half the work that the spoiled kid is supposed to do in the first place but they don't tell the spoiled kid because they only want to put it in last minute if he doesn't do the work because at the end of the day they're not failing even if he doesn't even if he doesn't care right but they're going to tell the spoiled kid that he needs to do the work or else right so spoiled kid comes into class he's like sup losers and Ben and Lennon are just like, did you just call us losers? And he's like, yeah, losers. Like, what are we even doing today? And Ben's like, man, I told you, you got to get the work done before today in class. And this little kid's like, whatever. Like, the presentation isn't even until tomorrow, man. What does even matter to you? And Ben and Lennon were so shocked by how snappy this kid was being because this kid was being snappy at them for not doing the work when they were supposed to. And Lennon was like, bro, we need to practice the presentation in class and we can't because you didn't do the work. And Spoiled Kid's like, whatever, man. Like, I'm going to get it done before it's time anyways. Why do you care so much? So Ben and Lennon are like, all right, man, well, we're going to practice our part of the presentation together. But like, since you don't have anything done, you can't do anything. You can't practice with us. But we are trusting you to have this done before tomorrow when we're presenting. Don't forget, this is like 40% of our grade. This is massive. And if you mess this up, we all fail, not just you. So even if you don't care, realize that we do care. And the, and the spoiled kid is like, yeah, whatever, bro. Like, go off, do that. I'm just going to go on my phone. And he whips out his phone, takes out his AirPods, put them in his like AirPod Max Pro Gold Edition Hermes bracelet. I don't even know, man. Got a little love bracelet on. He's just looking at his like TikTok. He's like, yeah, Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. Yeah. A man is like, man is extra cringe and spoiled at the same time. It's crazy, bro. But anyways, right. So at this point, right, Lennon and, and Ben, they're just like, fine, whatever. They go off, they practice their presentation. And sure enough, Class is over, and they go back home. And uh, Lennon and Ben, uh, they, they exchange phone numbers beforehand because they didn't know each other that well. And uh, so they call up each other, and they're like, all right, so I don't think he's going to do the work. Um, let's just grind this out tonight. We'll get it done. But do not put it into the presentation until like five minutes before class. And uh, Lennon and Ben are like, all right, they do the work. And sure enough, they have it all done. And they call up each other again, and they're like, all right. So what's the – and Ben asked Lennon, what's the plan if, uh, you know, the teacher doesn't like, or what's the plan? It, like, how do we tell the teacher? What's the plan if the spoiled kid really doesn't do the work? How are we going to go about that? So Lennon explains to Ben that, you know, they're going to put it in last minute. And then after class, they're going to explain to the teacher that the spoiled kid did not do any of the work. They gave them ample time. Basically tell you the story I just told you, but also show proof in the Google Docs that the only people that have edited it were, you know, them and not the spoiled kid. So sure enough, flash forward to the next day and the spoiled kid has not done anything. And uh, Lennon and Ben get to class a little early. They look at the document and they're like, yeah, man. All right. Well, that was expected. And they paste in the work from their notes. And now it is a full presentation. And so sure enough, right, a spoiled kid gets to class and they're like, hey, you didn't do the work, but we did it for you. Uh, we're, we have to make it so that all three of us have equal say in the, in the presentation or we're going to get points off. So just read this part of the presentation. The spoiled kid's like, okay, whatever. And Lennon and Ben are just so mad at this point because he's not even being thankful. He's still being a jerk the entire time. And sure enough, right, so the people go up, they do their presentations, and it is finally time for Lennon, Ben, and the spoiled kid to go up. And Lennon and Ben, they do their parts, and then the spoiled kid does the third part, and also that's the final part. So the spoiled kid literally just reads off the slides, which you're not supposed to do. They're going to lose points for that, but whatever, right? Lennon and Ben are like, fine, at least he spoke. 
And then the spoiled kid is like, at the very end, he's like, thank you guys so much for listening. I spent so much time on this. In fact, I basically did all of this. Lennon and Ben were just leeching off of me, but you know how it is, guys. You hate to see it. And Lennon got so angry. His face was legitimately getting red. And the teacher's like, all right, next up. And they all go to sit down. And the spoiled kid sits very far away from them because he understands that they're going to get mad at him. And Lennon and Ben sit together. And they're just like, dude, what just happened? Like, the kid literally, like, one, didn't do any of the work did a terrible presentation, and then said that, like, he, he was the one who did all the work in front of everyone. And so Lennon and Ben are like, all right, we need to go to the teacher immediately after class. So once the class ends, the teacher says, thank you guys almost so much for the presentations. I realize how much work is went into this, and uh, I'm going to turn back the grades tomorrow, but for the rest of the class, I'm just going to play a really fun movie. It's going to be a really chill class, and honestly, for the rest of the year, we only have a, like a week or so left. It's going to be super chill. Thank you guys so much for all the work you did today. And so the class is really happy. They all get up and leave, including the spoiled kid, who's like, yes, I got out of this. I didn't have to do any work. Now I can go back and... I I don't know, play more CSGO surf or what, I don't know, man. He's just very excited. But Lennon and Ben, they decide to stay. And the teacher's like, oh, Lennon, Ben, like, actually, I wanted to talk to you guys as well. Like, I, I did hear the spoiled kid say during the presentation that, you know, you guys were kind of leeching off of him and you didn't do any of the work. And just so you know, like, this is not, you, you don't all receive the same grade. It is graded individually as well for your presentation. And also if I hear that the work is not even, and Lennon and Ben are like, all right, well, we have a lot to explain. So Lennon and Ben basically explain the story that I just told you guys. And the teacher's like, wow, like, that's the opposite of what the spoiled kid said. And Lennon's like, well, we got proof as well, unlike him. And so sure enough, they show him the Google Slides or Google Doc, and it has the message or like the history of who was doing anything. And the teacher's like, wow, he didn't even log in once. So he didn't just not do the work, but he also lied and took credit for your work in front of everyone. And Lennon is like, yeah, that's why I was so angry. And, and the teacher's like, wow, that's actually insane. Like, good to know. I'll definitely factor that into the grading. So anyways, next day rolls around and they're all sitting down. The teacher's, the teacher's like, all right, I'm going to hand back to all you guys a slip of paper with, uh, you know, your grade and a little bit of feedback and uh, just chill for the rest of class. You all did very, you all more or less did pretty well. And uh, the teacher had to say more or less everyone did well because basically everyone got a B or an A except for the spoiled kid who got an F. But anyways, right, teacher's going around handing out slips of paper and he hands it to the spoiled kid and the teacher's only able to get like six steps away when the spoiled kid says, hey, you, and turns to the teacher and the teacher's like, what did you say to me? He's like, why did I get an F? I did all the work and my presentation was one of the best ones. And the teacher's like, you guys had a very good presentation but, you know, your other two partners came and said that you did none of the work and just took credit for it. And the spoiled kid's like, lies, lies, lies. And at this point, Lennon's like, oh, my God, this kid is going insane. And the teacher responds very calmly. Well, I'm sorry to say they showed the history, right? They showed the, uh, the work history. And you didn't even log in once. And you went up there and took credit for the work that they did. They even showed that the work that was your part, that they had worked on in a document, and that you had not done anything. And the spoiled kid, and realizing that he's caught, realizing that he's screwed, is like, 
You're poor, I'm rich, take this L, and then starts doing some, like, cringe default dance. He's like, it doesn't matter if I fail this, you're still in poverty, and I'm in wealth. <laughs> at this point, Lennon and Ben just look at each other, and the entire class falls silent. Because this kid basically has a mental breakdown. It's like, you're poor, and then point, and then the kid starts going around pointing to, 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 to like, the different kids. It's like, you're poor, you're poor, and then he points to himself, he's like, I'm rich. You see these AirPods? He takes out his like AirPod Pro Plus or whatever. He's like, look at this bracelet. It is $3,000. And the teacher's like, hey, stop it. Like, you got to be like quiet down. This is so rude and disrespectful. Like, I'm going to send you to the principals if you don't stop talking, right? And this well kid's like, I don't care if I go to the principal. What is he going to do? Be poor? Oh, yeah, he is. And you know who isn't? This guy. And he points to himself. And the principal's like, out, out of my class. Well, not the principal, but the teacher's like, out. Out of my classroom, get out of here, go to the principal's office. And, and, and this boiled kid starts doing like the moonwalk out. He's like, starts pointing to everyone while doing the moonwalk. He's like, poor, 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 and goes out of the classroom. And the teacher is just dead silent. And the entire class is dead silent. No one dares break the silence because this kid just had one of the biggest freakouts of all time. I mean, this match, nothing matches this, man. The craziest thing. And the teacher is like, you know, if anyone wants to try and top that, go ahead. And everyone kind of breaks into laughter just to kind of break the silence. And he said, okay, that was not exactly how I was expecting this day to go. But I'm going to try and keep the rest of the day on schedule. So let's watch this movie. Uh, and I'm probably going to have to leave to go talk to the principal. But I hope you guys enjoy it. So anyways, right, the teacher gets up, leaves, goes down to the principal's office, and uh, Lennon and Ben are just sitting there. They're like, wow, I never really talked to the spoiled kid before. And I don't think I will ever talk to him again. But uh, if anyone ever asks, do I have a story? Man, do I have a story Click to on the tell video them? on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it.